The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. Now that that's out the way, let's get this show started. Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Black and Blue Vet Girl Podcast, the only podcast that was made by law enforcement for law enforcement. To express our thoughts, our concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to vent, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute, civilians. We haven't forgot about you. We welcome you to listen in. We'd like to hear from you. I'm not alone. I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Wadi. And Holiday. And I'm Jules. We have a great show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. today's episode the vanguards are rapping about the spirit of christmas or the lack thereof we'll talk about it and much much more so ladies and fellas too without further ado let's get busy what you know good holiday not much man are, are we home oh yeah we <laughs> home <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah we I'm home, good. man. i'm good okay how's everything man uh no complaints okay no. sound like you- Sound like you're smacking on something. What you eating on over there? Yeah, I had some dark chocolate covered raisins. Mm. Yeah, you like that? Okay. I I normally get the uh, was it the was it the milk chocolate caramel? Okay, the the regular the regular yeah the chocolate covered right? Yeah, man. I used to, but I had the dark chocolate ones, man. Okay. I I just can't go back. Okay, holiday. Let's. Bring Miss Waddy up in here. Miss Waddy, what's happening? What's how's everything going? Good. How are y'all doing? I'm good. Everything's well on my end. That is good. That is good. You know, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, uh, good. Really good. Dark, yeah, like I said, dark chocolate have raisins. I have a uh, cherry Pepsi over here. Oh man. Okay. Straight. Man, okay. All right. Now, Miss Waddy, you know, do you normally take in any type any kind of libation when you're on the air i don't know i don't really be thirsty when we get on probably because i'll be eating before the air oh okay okay nice listen i know we've been been gone for a little bit you know we celebrate took a little break from celebrated the uh the holidays and you know christmas and new years uh guys how was your holiday mine was a blessing it was i spent time with family and that was the most important thing to me. So man was a blessing. I can't I can't complain about nothing. God is good. Okay. All right. Holiday, how about you, Cat Daddy? Oh, no, it's good. It's good because I was off. Oh yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You and me both. Matter of fact, we was both over at Mom and Dad's with with uh with the rest of the family and uh talking and eating and watching TV and you know, being festive. So what'd you guys do for the New Year's? Um, I spent New Year's Day again with my parents, just bringing in the new year. It's funny because it makes me look at this growing up. And I thank God for it. We was always, my dad and my mom would always take us to church New Year's right. night. We mm-hmm. bring it to church, you know, just praising God and thanking him for bringing us to another year. Something we can't take for granted. Oh, no. No, you're absolutely right. 
uh holiday where, where where was you at man what was you doing uh i was at the crib i was at the house i chilled i chilled i had some drinky drinks just mellowed out okay what kind of food you get i had some uh if i remember correctly Was it some Chicago waffles or something? Okay. Chicago chicken waffles. Yeah. Mm. Greens. Greens, mac and cheese. Come on now. Real Come on, chicken. Hey, um, you're talking good. You're talking good over there. Yeah, that's, that's all I know. Miss <laughs> uh, now, Miss Waddy, did you did you did you cook or you guys order out or what you what you what you end up uh, eating? Just a regular soul food that my dad made. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What I mean, what hold on now. Now, Miss Waddy, you, you said that real real quick now. What, what what's all in that soul food? What kind of dish we talking about? I mean, just talking about like just you know, greens, mashed potatoes, some baked mm -hmm. chicken. Yeah. Something real bad simple. So Come on. He says it real, real simple. Okay. All right, Miss Waddy. That sounds good over there. And next time Pops over there make some soul food, tell him to put a uh put a two uh two extra to go plates for us. You know what I'm saying? For a holiday myself. There you go. We'll be over. Definitely deliver the message. <laughs> and tell them, hey, we'll we'll give hey, we'll give them a tip now. We'll give them a tip. We know it's not easy cooking and preparing that stuff. It's work. You know, I uh, you know, uh holiday, we uh wife and I and my sister in law, mother in law, we all went to the lake house and my wife ended up cooking and did the little countdown and watched movies. We watched nothing but Christmas movies. Uh all day. Nice. All day we watch Christmas movies. And it's not like the Christmas movies that that are, you know, that are popular or you know about. These are like the Christmas movies like like some lifetime Christmas movies or Christmas movies like you you never you got to come you got to scroll through your Netflix or your streaming uh, okay. services to see, you know, is one of them. Yeah. Uh, we watched one called Christmas Karen. It was it started off rough, but it ended ended pretty well. I mean, these are actors and actresses that uh, I don't think people heard of. You know, probably C C C list or whatever. But okay. I mean, it was decent. It was it was decent. You know, so we're just watching Christmas movies all day and and you know did the countdown. We saw the Channel Seven uh, news anchors. They performed. They did like a like a, a a number, a dance number. I don't know if anybody, if, if any one of you guys saw it. Uh, uh what what channel? Yeah, the Channel Seven News anchor. I forgot the the two. Okay. The two anchors. Uh, it's a male okay. and a female, and they did like a a dance choreography. Uh, choreography. Um, and they went to different. They had a theme, like they had to save. Uh the city from 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 ai it was actually pretty it was actually pretty good if you if you guys you know uh you know you can look it up you know later on or whatever like that but it was actually pretty good it was it was dancing and, and you know it was that was actually good but so we watched that and then did the countdown and afterwards went outside and left some let some rounds off nice oh yeah so, oh yeah no shit <laughs> Yeah. No, out there, no, out there ain't no shot spot out there now. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, there's no shot spot out there. So yeah. 
Yeah, you can shoot out there. No, ain't no nobody's coming to your house. I can dig. Mm. But no, but Wadi's absolutely right. Another year. We thank we thank God for it to see twenty twenty four. My God, where did the time go? We're in twenty twenty four. Woo man! But another year of being excellent. Another year go. of being thankful. Uh, so, man, bring it on, bring it on. You know, I love it. I love it. I love living. Yeah, I'm looking forward for the rest of the rest of the rest of the year, 2024, especially, you know, saying what you guys doing, what we love to do on this show, giving out people, get up, giving out good contact to the people to listen to. And we'd be giving some good feedback and speaking of feedback, what we're going to do, we're going to do the follow ups and then we're going to talk about what's what's new in the beat. So. Uh, so holiday. Any new follows from, from last episode? Yeah, we have some. Uh, first one, Steve. Thank you, Steve, for listening right now. Steve wrote, grab soul with Coach Duzik. I like, I like how he talks about why he became a police officer and being a coach for the police department. Mm. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's a good one, man. And we always yeah. appreciate coach. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was you know what guys, that was a that was good. You know, that was a good one, man. We 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 appreciate coach does it, you know, my my man, you know, our guy T D for coming on and 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 um sharing his knowledge and his wealth and the reason why I became why he became the man and then why he became the coach, how he became the coach of the Chicago Police Enforcer football team. So so man, good looking out for TD. For sure. I always appreciate him. Our second one from Nikki. Thank you, Nikki. Nikki wrote, I wish I was on a police academy with Jules and Dudzik. You guys sound like you both be having fun. All right, that's what's up. Yeah. Hey, you know, we did have fun. Hey, but you know what? The thing is, you guys can can jump in and answer that too. But for me, even though some parts were fun, I really didn't enjoy I really didn't I really didn't enjoy the the academy. I didn't I, you know, it was it when I went through, it was it's military type style atmosphere, people yelling. You have to you have to walk a certain way. You have to say hello to everybody. If somebody messes up, you're all in trouble. And people are coming in and talking about how you're gonna get sued and how officers die and how you know suicide and marriages be in trouble and and you know all this negative stuff. I you know even though there were some things I you know that was good, I really didn't enjoy the academy. You know, I don't know what you guys think. I don't know how you know how was it for you guys. It was uh, cool to see. I mean, I don't expect. I'm not saying that you or anybody else judge. I'm just saying my experience. Like, I don't expect anything, any new thing to be perfectly how I want it. You know what I mean? It's gonna be some ups to it. It's gonna be some downs to it. I do feel like. 
the whole at will thing and we're going to treat you like you're at will. Don't do this or you'll get fired. I feel like to a degree, they didn't back up what they said because there's some who could have been excluded from the department a long time ago before they came police officers because they weren't fit to be police officers. We already knew what type of character they were because they showed that within the six months that they was going to be the type of cop to be overly zealous in a negative way, abuse their authority. And it's like, you can't, like, I think I said this before, you can't address the whole class when it's an incident that somebody else did. And it's not to say that, that you can never address the whole class. Sometimes if it's, you know, more than one person, of course you address the whole class just as a reminder, but every time it's time to address something, it's at, at some point there needs to be a mediation with that one individual. You can't keep punishing the whole class because of this person's behavior. You know what I'm saying? To avoid basically, because to me, it, it comes off as we see something, but we're not really trying to fire people. Like, we don't got time for that because this this is somebody y'all about to have the Illinois, the state of Illinois, once they pass the state exam, y'all about to star this man or woman and they don't need to be a cop. Mm -hmm. So why are you coming out with all these policies and saying our highest regards, the sanctity of life, this person is showing you I don't care about that. And you got some who've been addressed by instructors before and they still come and go around with that cocky attitude that I'm looking for an identity behind this badge because I don't know who I am before the job. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's yes. like, it's like, why are you shocked when months later it's a catastrophe and now we're catching the short end of it? Some it's like, come on, it's like it's 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 some stuff is obvious. Like it doesn't take a rocket scientist. Some stuff, it's a matter of character. And I'm not saying that everybody coming into the academy should be perfect. I'm not saying that you can change a person or change them overnight. But right. some stuff is 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 pure hate. Some I, I understand people grow up different. When you see a lot of trash things happening, you kind of make misjudgments about a general uh, a generalized population because, dang, I've seen these group of people do this before, and I think be, I think I'm really looking at it not because I hate how they look or how they talk. I hate I hate the actions I've seen. Then when they start being exposed to other things, it's like you know what, you're right. You know what I'm saying? You get some people who had that light bulb go off, like, hey, you know what, you're right. I've never been exposed, and then I grew up where I grew up at, so I've never been exposed to different people other than me and what I was taught. So I'm glad you showed me a different thing. You get some people who are genuine, you know what I'm saying? But you get some people, it's literally, it boils down to hate. That means nobody has to do anything wrong. When you hate somebody for a biased reason, it's hate. That person don't need to be on the job. No, they won't be good for tag. They won't be good for counterterrorism, whatever the case may be. No, they need to not be the police. And so when you see that, it needs to be done away with. Get rid of them. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that I didn't like. You know, um, I mean, of course, you know, I don't like the pop culture of the job where this whole we're high school ain't no we nothing. I'm not in that. <laughs> I'm out of high school. Okay. I don't need a second chance at high school. <laughs> like, I'm grown. Bye. You know, I don't believe in tearing each other down, but then turn around and saying we all we got. Like, yeah. no, I don't believe it. It's, it's hypocritical. It seems like it's nothing but tingling symbols. Like, no, if we all we got, I don't, I don't think, I don't hate myself. Okay. So I don't need to hate somebody else 
to mm. make myself feel better. I just don't believe that. Because it's like, mm -hmm. now, if you got to hate somebody else and you feel to make you feel good, you that's when you got to ask yourself, there must be something that I really dislike about me more than this other person that I'm showing hate to. That's just how I think about it. So, I mean, I didn't like all of that. And the messiness, okay. it doesn't matter whose age is what. But overall, I still can't say it was a bad experience for me. And like I said, I mean, Jules, you was in the academy way before... I was an adult, so I mean, not that you were an old man, you know what I'm saying? Oh, thank but, you, you know, thank you, Miss Wally. Ooh, man, thank you. <laughs> not thank that you were an old man, but you thank know, you, you got time. You got, you got way more time on the job. So it's like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the academy experience was way different for you Ooh, than it man. was for me. Hey, you know, but had... overall, I'm appreciative mm. of the academy. I really am. Okay. I mean, they taught us what we need to know. Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, they definitely, they definitely, they prepare you in a way, and then they they give you the basics. They give you the basics. Now you guys are getting way better training because things always evolve. That's the only way things will survive and, and yeah. grow by evolution. And when I got on, I mean, the PDTs were just, I mean, we had old, uh, the green screen PDT. There was no looking up Chris or, or you could run people's, uh, you can look up people's rap sheets and, you can do a case report on there or you can take pictures and it no, nah, it was none of it. It was the old green screen. Just think of an old school cell phone and today's cell phone. That's how it was. Uh, or sometimes we didn't even have PDTs. Wow. You know, all the paperwork was the all the, the report was done on paper. Uh what else? I mean, the good the you know, I think. Some of the good, you know, there was a lot of things. I, I mean, back then, there was a lot of things that we was just, we didn't have to worry about. It was illegal to videotape police officers. It was illegal to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, you didn't get people or criminal, I didn't say people. We, you didn't get people bugging up against police too tough back then. I mean, to compare to now. Now assaults and officers getting killed in line of duty, it's, it's high now, you know. So, man, a lot of things change. I mean, you know, we got consent decrees and, and hey, I can talk about this. We, we can talk about this stuff forever, but, you know, not to get sidetracked. But, yeah, a lot of things didn't change. So, um, and that's good that the academy got better and stuff like, you know. So, uh, holiday, how was it for you, Cat Daddy? Um, you know, I had, uh, I had, it, you know, it's cool because it's, it's new. It's, it's cool because you learn a lot of stuff you didn't know. Um, with the courses, uh, law and, um, of course, handcuffing, shooting, you know, all the fun stuff, uh, driving the squad car and, and TTU and, uh, so you had your fun moments. Uh, for sure, uh, learning medical law, uh, policing, uh, stuff that is good to know as an officer and as the, you know, um, it was cool, but, you know, by me being like one of the oldest, I was, well, not one, I was the oldest male in my class, so, hmm. so I was like big brother, 
but I was, you know, it's, it's irritating. Like uh, Miss Waddy said, it's uh, I couldn't wait to get the hell out. Honestly, mm. um, I couldn't, I couldn't wait by, by the, let's see, well, in that six months guarantee by the fourth month, I couldn't wait to get out. I couldn't wait to get the hell up out of there. Um, Cause in my class, I know it happens to everybody, but my class, uh, you had people that uh, got in trouble on purpose. Mm, okay. You know, yeah, you I remember young, we talked. Right. Yeah, young people and, oh, man, we need to smoke. And people don't know what smoke is. It's the exercise. Um, oh, man, we need to smoke, man. And people was coming to, coming to work, coming to class, get ready to get smoke. I left my white gym shoes at home, and we got gym today. Ha, 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 ha. Man, you know. Just pretty much tutting. Like, yeah, we're about to get smoked. Mm. And it's like, and as a team, we have to take this hit. But I said, man, it would be really nice if you can, like, smack somebody upside the head and don't get in trouble for it. Because I would have got many people. Now, that's one thing I have heard, that uh, the some of the recruits that are coming in the academy, which I don't like, some of them are coming in uh kind of bucking up against the system how the how the how the the academy is run and getting some certain instructors removed because of the way the instructor the, the instructor came at that person and i'm not a you know i'm not cool with that you know you know recruit i mean if i mean you have rights and stuff like that but with this job, if there's an instructor trying to get you, try to prepare you for the streets, which people are going to say way worse, you know, yeah. you, you, I mean, take it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, now there's different from they trying to teach you than them, you know, bullying you or belittling or just come out, just blatantly disrespect, being, being disrespectful. You know, so I don't know. Man, we talked a lot about this one, man. We probably had to do a show about the academy. <laughs> man. Yeah. Six months. Ooh. Six yeah. months of six months of cramming. Ooh, we try to get everything basic at least. Listen, we did for me, we had our state test and the range qualification, the shooting qualification the same week. And I think we had like a final quiz too. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened to us. Oh my goodness, that week we had, was hectic. We had our sixth exam and our state exam the same week. Mm-hmm. Yep, same with us. How was it? Was that you? Same for you, uh, Miss Waddy? Did you have like a week where it just everything was just that happened in that one week? It did. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with us. Oh man, I am just I, hey holiday. I'm like you. I was just ready to leap to get out. And then, and then while I'm on the streets, I'm like, oh, my God, it's like night and day. I'm like having fun out here. I was having, I'm having fun out here. I'm still having fun a little bit. But, I, man, I was like, oh, man, the academy, they made this so much worse. But, you know, the funny thing about that, it's like when you're training for something, the practices are be much worse than actual fight or the actual event. You work so hard in practice and training and, you know, when it comes to the event, it's like, okay, 
oh man we good it, it, it was kind of something like that in a way all right man we talked about that one man we might have to do a, a thing about the academy <laughs> uh oh man, any other uh follow-ups there uh holiday and uh last one we have um uh, from jake okay thank you jake for writing jake wrote great episode with Cody Duzik. I really enjoyed a part when you guys were talking about Jesse Smollett. <laughs> yes. I ain't talking about Juicy. Talking about you. Man, you know what? Dude, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play a little snippet of that. Just in case people who forgot or people who never heard about that, that skit from Dave Chappelle. Let me, let me play it and then uh, we'll move on. Hey, juicy. Y'all never heard of Juicy Smollett? Jesus Mouillet is an actor from France. <laughs> and, and he became famous on a show called Empire. <laughs> One night, he was in Chicago late at night and was the victim <laughs> He was the victim of a, a racist and homophobic attack. You see, Juicy Smouillet is <laughs> gay and he is black, not just French. <laughs> oh, it was a crazy story. Apparently, when he was walking down the street late at night, two white men came out of the shadows uh, with MAGA hats on, beat him up. Tied a rope around his neck, called him all kinds of niggas, and, and put some bleach on him and ran off into the night. <laughs> this shit was like international news. And everybody was furious, especially in Hollywood. It's all over everybody's Twitter feed and Instagram page, justice for Juicy and all this shit. The whole country was up in arms. He was talking about it all the time on the news. And, and for some reason, uh, African-Americans, we were like oddly quiet. <laughs> we were so quiet about this shit that the gay community started accusing African-American community of being homophobic for not supporting him. But what they didn't understand is that we were supporting him with our silence. <laughs> because we understood that this nigga was clearly lying. <laughs> None of these details added up at all. He said he's walking down the street in Chicago and, and, and uh, white dudes come up to him and say, hey man, aren't you that faggot nigger from Empire? A, a fuck? Does that sound like how white people talk? I know white people. They don't talk like that. Are you that faggot nigga from Empire? They would never say that. It sounds like something that I would say. <laughs> if you're racist and homophobic, you're not even gonna know who this nigga is. You can't watch Empire. 
Black people never feel sorry for the police, but this time we even felt sorry for the police. Can you imagine if you was a police veteran taking this kid's police report? Okay, Mr. Smoulier, please tell me what happened. All right, 2 a.m. You left the house at 2 a.m. It's minus 16 degrees. And... All right. You were walking. You were walking. All right. And, and where were you going? Subway. Sandwiches? <laughs> That's when the men approached you? Did you see them? Do you have any? Okay, what, what do they have on? MAGA hats! MAGA hats on in Chicago? Excuse me one second, Mr. Smoulier. Frank, come here for a second. Find out where Kanye West was last night. Man, that dude, that was crazy right there, man. Dude, just what? Because Dustin and I, we was the TD and I, we was talking about like what would you have done <laughs> getting that report? You know, getting that job, man. I'd have been like, <laughs> I'd have been the same way. I'd just be like, that's what happened. Okay, I'll do this report. Here you go. This right here up here, this top right-hand corner, this is your report number. There will be a detective be in contact with you uh, within a few days or whatever the case may be. Uh, and um, take it easy, man. Sorry that happened to you there, but walk out of there like, man, that's some bull. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be really pissed. I'd be really pissed I had to do that. Matter of fact, I may go on IOD, man. Damn. Man, it was cold that damn night. He got me outside doing paper, would and, you, it, and would, it was and, and it was false. Would you would you have called Jesse down to the uh? I'm gonna call him Juicy. Would you call Juicy down to the car to the car? You know, they were like, man, I ain't getting out. It's too cold, man. We'll call him down. Like, yeah, we're outside. Yeah, I be like, hey, give me a call back. Tell him to come out. Hey, <laughs> just tell me what happened. He said, you know, he come, he came down talking to you with a rope around his neck. <laughs> We're talking about some bleach and some type of substance on him. And, and it's oh, freezing. Man. It was cold. They said it was super cold that night. Like, below. Damn. And you, know, he's, <laughs> and you know, he stayed down there with by the water, right? I would think. I think he's downtown. So he, he down there by the by the lake. If anybody know how cold that is, it's me. Mm. It's frost. It's cold. Yeah, well, hey man, that's why they call it entertainment, right? <laughs> Miss Waddy, what would you, you have done if you were to get that job and responded to that? I would have been annoyed too doing paper for something that's false. You ain't kidding. You can't can you imagine that? You do all this and then on the news it come out and he learned. I'd be like, I didn't like, wrote man, that that's paper. My, that's my report. <laughs> And you got to do it, you know, it's not like you can just rush through that thing because it's a high-profile type case, you know, it's dealing with a with a celebrity. So everybody mom's mom is going to read this thing. Yeah. So you got to make sure you got your spell checks and there's no run-ons and you put in commas and periods and, you know. So you're docking this thing up. You probably do a rough draft before you even write this narrative. And then it comes yeah. to, come to find out some bull. We know some bull now. We We knew it when when it came out 
We knew it. It was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Two white dudes came and roughed this dude up. Like, but MAGA had them. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Ain't you that? There's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of a way. Hey, man. Chappelle a fool, man. <laughs> oh. Man, God bless Jesse Smoke. Jesse Smollett, man. God bless him. Anyway, let's move on, man. Hey, holiday, man. Thank you for 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 the for the follow-ups. You know what? I right, let's let's talk about what's new on the beat. This is my favorite part of the show. Miss Waddy, what you got for us? Nothing. Um, I've been off, so okay. um, I don't have anything new. I'm pretty sure y'all got something new in y'all district. Eight always going up. Yes. We need you to come over there. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably yeah. visit or something. I'll probably now, visit something. Now, Miss Waddy, now if you have anything while you off duty, you know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes I know I think you dress up as as like as like Batgirl and go out there and, and patrol the streets. I don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah. I say if that's the case, come where we at. Exactly. You dress like a bat. Because <laughs> y'all where everything be happening at. Okay. All right, Miss Whitey. We'll get you we'll get you next time. We'll <laughs> you next time. Uh holiday, what you got kept for us, Cat Daddy? Holiday. Holiday been in lockup. Oh, okay. Holiday been in lockup. Holiday been looking at uh, you know, I'm like, guys, we gotta do better. You know. And the ones I see multiple times, I, I let them know I'm tired of seeing you. Mm. But uh, you know, they uh pretty much uh come in and uh <laughs> had to tell this one guy, man. He was he was so dramatic. He was so dramatic. You know, he I forgot what I forgot. I, I see a lot of people, but I forgot what he did. It's something misdemeanor. It was a misdemeanor charge. So the officers okay. told him he was leaving. And and he should have left. But unfortunately, what he didn't know, he had an open case in, mm. another, uh, in another town. Ooh. So he and, violated. Yeah. So he's like, hey, turnkey. Hey, when, when, what time do I get out of here? Mm. I said, oh, yeah, about that, bud. Um, about that. And I kind of said it out loud. I said, matter of fact, everybody's going to court. <laughs> Except, just get it, just get it out the way. Okay, I kind of said it loud. It was like four people in the in the lockup at the time. Mm. And like, what? Oh man! And then one guy like, shit, I already knew. So mm. I'm like, all right, cool. Then that same guy that was talking to me he was like, what? Like, what changed? I said, well, apparently you had this open warrant. There's a DUI, uh, not warrant, open case for DUI. Mm. In this town over here, he he's like, oh okay, he knew, and you know his demeanor changed. It's, it's like, oh shit, the background caught it, pretty much. He knew. Mm-hmm. And once oh. I said that, yeah, he couldn't even say nothing else. So he I knew. said, yep, mm. that, that's what it is. And I was walking off. I was walking back to my desk. Then ten seconds later, man, I just heard fuck. <laughs> <laughs> son, of a, son of a bitch, motherfucker! Yeah, yeah, yes. Now, now, mind you, 
It's, simple. <laughs> it's it's much funnier because I wish everybody if it no everybody don't know how to lay out his lockup. He was like at the far wall. He was like the last one of the last cells, but you can hear him all the way at my desk. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 get it out get it out oh uh, shit that's it i turned the damn lights back off and shit started eating my damn i ordered some pizza mm. and, uh, from la coco hey what uh what all you had what kind of what, what, what kind of top green pepper sausage and green pepper Ooh, come on now mm-hmm. i i can do without the green peppers but okay Yep, I had a cherry Pepsi to go with it. Man, that's some good eating. That's some good and eating. Then I look on the camera, but he was kicking the wall. You know, <laughs> damn. Then he laid back down. He went to sleep. He 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 didn't tire himself out of. Yep. All right, night night. <laughs> that's why so, it goes. It, it, it's, it's, that's why it goes to show you crime doesn't pay. Well, I guess for that guy at least. <laughs> 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 oh man hey that's a good story man ah that dude is out now he's probably out committing yeah. more crimes committing more crimes who knows all right man so i got one new for the beat first i'm gonna tell one that officer shauna who is a big supporter of the show always listening good shout out support thank you for supporting us sister um she wrote she was responding to a call of a recovery of stolen auto at Ford City Shopping Mall by the movie theater. So she see the car, she run the plate, she do her investigation, and it comes back and it comes out that the car was stolen three days prior from the same location. So I was like, wait a minute. So the car was stolen three days prior. So the thieves stole the car from him. From from Four City Shopping Mall, and brought it back three days later. Like nothing ever happened. Man, those guys. You know what? I think those guys just needed a ride right quick and say, "Hey, let's borrow this car and just bring it back when we're done." That's freaky. That's that's freaky. I ain't never had some. I ain't never had anything like that. Like they stole the car from 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 one spot. And then bring it back to the same spot, but a few days later. You know what would be awesome? What's that? If they didn't realize they drove and left the car there. That would be awesome. Oh, right. They they took the car, but then they was like, all right, let's dump it here. And didn't yeah, realize you know, like, that. You know, man, I ride with you, man. Let's go to IHOP. Right. And they, like, just left the car there. Like, man, where my car at? Man, hey, must man. Be stolen. Listen, listen, and that That'd has happened. Holiday, right? Holiday, Miss Waddy, that has happened. Yeah, and I, I people get drunk and they don't know mm-hmm. where they put their car in, so they report it stolen, and then they find it like, oh, my car's right here. Well, yeah, like yeah, you forgot where you parked it because you was so hammered. You forgot where you parked that, and I think in this case, that's what probably what happened. I'm like, cause you telling me he's in the same spot, like, yeah. like someone just came back. Oh, let's hurry up and dump it here. Maybe the movie's still going after three days. 
Yeah, I think uh, somebody, I think somebody needed like an alibi or a type of story because they was out doing something they're not supposed to. Yeah, maybe it was an employee. <laughs> maybe it was an employee there or something. I don't. Yeah, know. that's a little freaky. That's a little freaky. Okay, so we got that one. Thank you, thank you, Shana, for that story. Hey, that was a good one. <laughs> now your boy got one. Nice. Yes. Your boy got one. I was working by myself. Uh-huh. And I was responding to uh, a gas station. I forgot Sitco or something like that. Fight that damn Falcon. And uh, and um, <laughs> the 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 call came out that a young female was tearing the store up inside the gas station. I was like, okay, so I get there, and I know the I know the young lady because she always begged for change. I'll just call her Tanya. So I was like, Tanya, what's going on? And. She was like, yeah, the, the the cashier, the person that worked there was taking a picture of me. I said, what? I said, I said why, why do they want to take a picture of you? You know what I'm saying? I said, why? What, what, what you was doing? And she was like, nothing. I was just, you know, I'm just trying to get some some food. I'm begging for change. And, you know, he told me got here, but he was rude and stuff. I said, oh, okay, I got you. I said, but let me ask you something. How did we, how did we, how did all this stuff? I mean, she told that stuff up. She knocked down gum and candies and hats and she took you know and people was inside the and also because they got that like little slot machines in there too oh, okay so people was inside you know gambling and and people try to get gas and buy groceries and and while i was doing my investigation with tanya there was this one female in particular older female looked like a clucker and she was like she was like uh she was like all in my conversation with with Tanya you know I didn't I don't care you know you know so I'm just just talking and I said yeah you don't want to go to jail for this and then the lady was like oh you know it's just a ticket you know you're not you know you're not going you're not going to get locked up and I turned to look to her like yeah there are certain things you still can go to jail for so I was talking to Tanya I said listen there's a better way of how to handle this this is just, you don't do this. You know what I'm saying? And then the lady was like, you know, you know, they, they be rude and stuff, you know, so I don't blame her for, and I turned to look over at the lady. I said, you do not tear up other people's stuff. And I looked at like, who goes into somebody else's establishment because of a, whatever the case may be, and just start destroying property. I said, that is not good behavior and I gave her a stern look and then she walked away I said like this is not okay mm-hmm. you know so I'm looking at this lady like why are you defending this behavior that's how I was looking at her like this is not okay how about if I come to your house and just tear it up because I felt some type of way you know what I'm saying get the hell on so I looked at I looked at Tanya I said look they don't want you back, okay? So I know the guys that work there. I looked at, you know, I, 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 I just, I kind of waved them off, like, yeah, I got this. I said, look, they don't want you back here, okay? And she was like, yeah, I got you, you know, okay. I said, but look, this is not the way to handle things. This is not the way to handle things. I mean, technically, you loiter, and they have a right to tell you to move out now. Could they be nice about it? Yeah, but I, I, I wasn't here, so I don't know how the interaction went, went about. But mm-hmm. you don't handle it this way. You don't tear stuff up. People can take pictures of you. Hey, I I get it. 
People record us all the time. I like to take the phone and show up their ass, but I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, I instead of instead of me doing that, I always say, hey, don't forget to get my good side. And I smile and I wave at the camera. And I'll be like, hold on, let's see if you can lose focus. And I run up to the camera. That's what I do to people. That's, nice. how, I handle, that's how I handle stuff when people flash a phone in my face. I play for the camera. Because I'm 100% right what I'm doing. So I'm not worried about it. So, nice. so she left. And I stayed. And I helped them pick everything up. I'm a nice officer, am I? Yeah, man. So that is my what's new on the beat story. Nice. I wonder how tiny you doing anyway. I haven't seen it in a while. Hope she ain't tearing nothing up, nothing else up. All right, let's keep rolling on the show. Miss Waddy, do we have any new notifications? Yeah, we got an interesting notification. Um, just like an update regarding the situation we talked about in the previous episode. Ten-year-old black child in Mississippi who urinated in public in August was sentenced Tuesday in youth court to three months probation. Quantavius Easton, who was in the third grade, was arrested by Senatobia police August 10th after a police officer saw him relieving himself outside next to his mom's car when the woman was inside an attorney's office, according to family attorney Carlos Moore. Mm. Moore said he's baffled that an arrest was made, that prosecutors then pursued the case, and that a youth judge this week oversaw a sentence that included probation and requiring Quantavius to write a two-page report about Kobe Bryant. Mm. Quantavius was charged in youth court with being a child in need of supervision, Moore said. The child is required to check in with a probation officer once a month for three months, Moore said. We are not going to appeal. He will not have a criminal record. This is probation. And he is a fan of Kobe Bryant, so he doesn't mind writing a two-page report, Moore said. But still, the principle of it, he should not have to do anything. He should be enjoying his Christmas holiday like the other kids. Courtesy Latanya Eason stated, my son is going through enough getting arrested. And then for him having to see a probation officer and then write an essay, I don't think it's right or it's fair, she said. Officials with Senatobia police and the city could not be reached for comment Wednesday. The arrest has resulted in her son not trusting police officers and being scared of them, Eason said. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. I, I, I hate to hear that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You 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 guys go first. Whoever want to go first on that one, that's that's bad because we talked about that uh, early uh, on the prior uh, episode. That's called racism. Okay. And you y'all know, I am not quick to say it. Oh, I don't. I haven't spoke on that often. Mm -hmm. As far as all the situations we talked about, so if I'm calling something what it is. That's my take on it. I'm just saying my take on it. Right. It's right. racism. Because right. this is the thing. 10-year-old boy relieving himself outside. It's to be clear. So nobody can misunderstand what I say. Or I just like to act like I said something else. The boy shouldn't have done that. But to go through paperwork of arresting a 10-year-old in third grade, for releasing herself, who can't wait on his mom to come back out and say he got a right to pay paper when that could have easily been with your mom 
to come off that page and let that conversation take place, that should be a slap on the wrist. Of course, we're not saying what they did was illegal or unlawful, but it's unwarranted. He's 10. Like, why else? Why? Who, who actually, what officer feels like going through that process? No, right. A 10-year-old because he relieved himself. Just, yeah. just in public. Yeah. He didn't pee on nobody's dog. <laughs> like, Right, it's, it's different he did like it. It was, right. it was different. He did like a R. Kelly or something, but he didn't. He, he didn't. But <laughs> it's like, why else would you think like that? Why else is it that deep to you? Like, he's 10. Yeah. No. No, I feel Miss Whitey. I'm just trying to make a little light of it, but I, 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 I'm, I'm lost. Oh, yeah. No, I understand. I'm lost. I'm lost. I'm lost, too. It's It's dumb. I wouldn't even took the. T- I wouldn't even. T- like, we said this before. I wouldn't even took the time to even arrest. I- I'd be like, man, look, my man over there getting it in, boy. He had to go. I'd be like, you gotta go, gotta go. I'd have kept. I'd have kept going. I'd have kept driving or kept walking or whatever the case may be. Right. I mean, to actually charge him, you know. I, I mean, people, we get it. He's not going to have no record or anything like that. I mean, but to still to go through the whole process where now. This young child is scared of police and, you know, the system and stuff like that. It's like, we shouldn't have, this boy shouldn't have to go through that. If it's that big of a deal, if it's that big of a deal, you could have just told the mom, like, hey, listen, next time, bring him in the, bring him in the office or have him go relieve himself behind, you know, uh, where it's not out in the open. Right. That's if he, but that's if he could have made it. He probably was holding it on, holding it so long that he just had to. He, hey, hey, it, it is what it is. Whoever's watching, right? Let it, <laughs> let it flow, man. Let it flow, man. That is warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's warm. Yeah. What do you do? He beat himself. I mean. What's... <laughs> oh man, you know, guys in particular, holiday and I I mean, it's we can, you know, we're a little more free with it. You know, females, I and I have seen females out in the open, you know, relieving themselves, just out, in, you know. But I mean, for the most part, we can just turn that back and like, I right. uh holiday, man. What what's your take on this, cat daddy? Yeah, it's terrible. 10-year-old boy, it's just terrible. Um, I mean, it's, it, that could have been totally avoided. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, little man, which, you know, you know, when the, the messed up part is, once upon a time in our lives, we did it before. Oh, yeah. As a kid, we did it before, you know, you playing basketball, whatever case may be outside and you don't want to run in the house. So right. just quick little right. spot. Right. Hey, come on. It, you know, ridiculous. Hey, not even a holiday. I tell you, the, hell, I'm a grown ass man and still do it. <clears throat> hell, yeah. I, man. Hey, you on post. You're like, man, can't go nowhere. 
Shit, go nowhere. <laughs> you find a abandoned crib or a abandoned backyard or an alley where it's dark. All right. Yeah. Don't do it. I'm not going. I'm not going to piss on myself. <laughs> Man, it's, it's nuts. It's a. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> after we record that one episode where we talked about it when they when they charged when they arrested the, the young man, uh, you know, moms listened to the uh, episode and she she had so <laughs> the story when I was a kid and I had to use a washroom and 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 we was in Jewel or a grocery store or whatever. I, I don't know if I got forgot. I think she said I was like three or four or something like that or six something like that. I was little. <laughs> she said. <laughs> She said, "I went, I went right outside, in front, in front of the door where people walk in, at, and I was just, you know, just peeing, just out in the open." <laughs> nice. She said, yeah. "One dude." She said, "One dude was like, get it, little man.'" <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Shoot, you know, you had people, uh, you know, rooting for you. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah, I. I this right here shouldn't even happen. Now you didn't. I and I and I hope that I hope this. I know this kid's gonna come out of it. Where if you know if it's true what they say that he's afraid of police and stuff like that. I hope he snaps out of that. Ninety nine percent officers do they do a great job. And then there's officers who just do their job to the full extent of the law. I, me, I'm not one of those. Those I I there there are exceptions. I see something like that. I, I get it. I get it. So that's messed up. But you know, it's not gonna go on this record. And yet he loved Kobe Bryant, so he's just doing a two page paper on Kobe Bryant. So right. oh, is there anything else? Uh, any other notification this one? Yeah, just uh one more brief little thing. A woman pretending to be a Georgia Waffle House employee walked off with some cash after working a couple hours, police said. Mm. The woman showed up to the Waffle House location in Riverdale, over 10 miles south of Atlanta, in full uniform the evening of December 12th, telling the other employees that she was joining them for the shift. (laughs) According to an incident report obtained by USA Today. After working a couple hours, she took approximately $130 from the cash register and left the restaurant. It wasn't until the next morning that management realized a theft had occurred. A Waffle House manager who reported the incident to police said that the other Waffle House location in town had also been experiencing theft issues. The Mm. woman is said to work or used to work for a Waffle House. Riverdale police are still investigating the incident. Riverdale Police Chief Todd Spivey shared with USA Today that the department had received some helpful phone calls in the last couple of days thanks to the Post. The Waffle House in Riverdale deferred all media inquiries to the Waffle House corporate office. A Waffle House spokesperson said that they were aware that police had a name and were seeking an arrest warrant. This Mm. is the holiday season and there are lots of new seasonal employees being hired. They would not necessarily be known by everyone at a restaurant, particularly if they have stated that they have been sent from another restaurant. So that's not entirely unusual, the spokesperson said. That's insane. So you have a woman who I got, well, we can say that she used to work for Waffle House, who's going around different Waffle House, working a couple hours and stealing money 
and leaving. Not doing a full shift. Working a couple hours and still the money and, and leaving. Wow. That's just too much. I don't know, guys. That's just too much work. Mm-hmm. That's just too much work for 130 bucks. You going up there, you working, you taking people's orders and, you know, writing tickets or whatever the case may be and getting water and juice and pop and milk, extra butter and syrup. And you leave, you you work a few hours and then you take $130. I don't know. I, that's weird. I don't know how to make of that. I don't, know what, I don't know what to make of this story. That's just weird. That's just weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Okay. Well, <laughs> hey, we all, hey, we all kind of silent on that one. We just like, well, there's no, there's no punchline. There's no punchline of that. Okay. That's one of the things. All right. Well, I guess Waffle, I got to make sure you screen your, screen your workers. Right. Hey, but you know what though? That remind me of that. I don't know. I don't think you guys was on the job yet. Or you probably were, where the guy pretended to be a police officer and actually went on a couple, couple, uh, couple of uh, jobs. Yeah, we wasn't on yet. Remember that? That was a while ago. We but wasn't it, on yet. I was like, man, this dude's walking all in the station. Nobody knows. He had a, a a police uniform, a duty belt. You know, they had the whole get up, but he didn't have a gun. But he actually was in the squad car with an officer, and they went on a couple, answered a couple of jobs, but the officer, his partner, realized he didn't have a gun, and they figured, like, wait a minute, this dude's not even the police. Like, what? I'm not understanding hey. how that happened, though, like like how that slipped past him, because whoever let him in his car, you're not going to ask the sergeant, like, oh, let me just touch base with so-and-so. I didn't know you was working with me. Not that I got a problem having a partner, but I didn't know I was working with somebody new. Let right. me touch base. Then they, you know, sergeant typically do something where they get to looking up your star, figure out, you know what I'm saying? They could have figured out he ain't no cop. Like, how did that, how did right. get all the way to the point where he's in your whole squad car? Yeah, he in your squad car, he went the roll call. Like you're not talking, you're not talking to nobody. Hey, y'all know this dude. Y'all met him. He said he from somewhere and he working with us. He working with me today. Y'all know him. Y'all you ain't gonna bring it to no sergeant. Like, Sarge, you know him? Like, who is this? Right. Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. Weird. That's crazy. Because for the most part, we know who when we see a new person, we're like, all right, where where, where my man come from? Where she come from? What's what's your name? Where you go what what dish you use? Okay. You know, there are certain things, there are certain things, they're going to be like, wait a minute, where you come from? Who are you? You're not just, if you're not on the sheets, you know. Yeah. Yeah, this day, that's, that's, that, that was just one incident that they just dropped the ball on that one. And I'm glad nothing seriously happened. Nothing happened where officers or somebody else got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know. But things that, you know, uh, Things are much tight. You you're not going to get away with that. Like 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 Ms. White. That's what you said. That that's nothing. You can't. You're not just coming there. You you're not on the sheets. Nobody know who you are. And then you just say, okay, well, just be with this person. And no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. But that I remember that. That so that kind of remind me of that with when when we talked about the the uh, Waffle House lady. 
She need a new new gimmick on that one. <laughs> I mean, a hundred bucks that ain't worth. That ain't that ain't worth doing that. Oh well. All right, listen, let's, <laughs> let's move on. Miss Wadi, is there anything else or any other uh, new notification? Nothing really new. I'm I'm glad that we get the type of notifications that we do because it, you know, of course, it keeps us in the loop of everything that's going on. Because um, I know a lot of times when I'll be out of it, I'll be out of it. When I'm off, I'm chilling. So I'm glad we get the notifications that we do. So, I mean, nothing really further, just anonymous tips, up to $5,000 for tips leading to gun trafficking charges or convictions, and up to $15,000 for any tips leading to homicide charges or convictions. You can always call 833-408-0069, or you can, e you can email us, too, at cpdtip.org. All right. That's not going anywhere. We need it. We need it. I was actually at a, uh, I was at a gas station. I was at another gas station. Man, I like to, I love these gas stations. I was at work. I was at a gas station, you know, just talking to people. And, and one guy came up to me and was like, man, you know what, man, you guys, y'all still haven't solved, you know, uh, the crime that happened to my brother. My brother got killed, man. Y'all still haven't, y'all still haven't caught that person. I was like, oh man, sir, I'm sorry to hear that. I, 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 you know, I was like, I'm like, what happened? When, when, when was this? It was like the summertime. I was like, okay. I said, I'm pretty sure detectives are are on it. You know, is there any leads? Any new? Have you heard anything? And he was like, man, but that's y'all job to figure it out. I said, huh? I looked at him. I was like, what? I said, we can only go by like tips and surveillance and video and statements and witnesses and. That's how we solve crime, you know, both by by community members and police and working together to, you know, saying to to get the, the the bad guy that that you know that committed that crime. I mean, it takes all of us. So I told him, I said, "Man, I'm sorry to hear that." Uh, I said, "Dig, you know, homicide is is forever. There's no statute of limitation for that." So I told him, I said, "They still working." So I said, "They still working on it." But my condolences, I I, I didn't know. Uh, but they still working. So just if you if you hear anything or if you have anything new or anything like that, yeah, just reach out to the detective that's handling that case. You know, yeah. I forgot to tell him. I forgot to tell him about the anonymous tip thing too. Well, that's how you see him. Nah, I ain't gonna tell him. Cause he said that was our job to figure it out. So nah, nah I ain't gonna tell him because then he probably called and make something up. You know, thanks. Oh, thanks, Mr. Body for. For all the new notifications. All right, y'all. Let's investigate the spirit of Christmas. I know the holidays and came and went. Everybody know that Christmas season and New Year's and all that. It is the it is known as the most wonderful time of the year. You guys, you guys, uh, what you think? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I I I believe so. Is it known as the most wonderful time of the year? Miss Wadi, what you think? I mean, it's festive. I like uh -huh. you know, the spending time with family. I think any time of the year when you find out what really matters and the people who really matter, the people who you really spend when you grow and carry out, you know, purpose and life with, that's all that matters. But I mean, still, you know, people make Christmas very festive and, you know, they just like what the season does, you know, yeah. just around family, around loved ones, around kids. And, you know, I, I like what other people do that's chair, the charitable work people do during this time too. Mm, so mm -hmm. It's a blessing. 
yes, I love the time of the year of, of Christmas. You have the lights, you have the food, you have the music, uh, you have the decorations, you have people, uh, you have charity, you have uh, people smiling and giving and talking to you and you know all that. The food. I mentioned food. You had gifts. And you had food. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, um, got the, you got the I zoo lights. You forgot, you, have, you forgot the one main thing, son. What's that? The food. And food. Gifts. No, y'all know what I love the most about the seasonal? What's that? The food. Yeah. Miss Waddy. See? Come on now. Tic-tac-toe, we won. Man. People, hit us back on uh, Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast, Gmail, and let us know what is your favorite part of the holiday season. Winter one, uh, the Chris Kringle Marcus, the zoo lights, the decoration, just people who just, just go all out. I mean, what is there not to like? You know, in general... The Christmas spirit is defined as people being generous, kind, and charity and charitable towards one another. You know, it's it's genuine. It's not it's not just forced. It's not just you know want to get something in return. Um, it's not out of obligation. They're not looking for something. Like I said, it's not look for. Not you know, people not looking for something in return. That's not a tax write-off. Great example is the uh Secret Santa. How many times you go into the stores and you get the the the, the guys with the guys and girls with the Santa hat, with the bill, with the red bucket. And if you stay in the in the, in the and if you stay in some cold uh, cold states, whoo, they out there. To get charity for people in need. There's a lot of people in need. But people are giving. Uh, my wife and I and her church uh, went to a, 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 a shelter for kids, women and children. And they collected toys. You know. So, so the kids, it was like over 20, 25 kids can have toys for Christmas, but that's just one, that's just one shelter. But just think how, how many shelters is out there that people are donating and giving to. Mm-hmm. The police department have toys for, uh, they have the toy drive, the sacreds, the Santas, they were officers and dress up as Santas and elves and go to, uh, you know, kids to, or parents who died in the officer died in line of duty and give out toys and, you know, uh, they have Santa come to the uh, Christmas uh, the, to the district and give out toys. I mean, charity. Charity is big, you know, as far as uh, in, in Christmas time. People are happy. The Christmas spirit. People just just want to give. But guys, I don't know about you. Oh. You saw how I got you saw I got serious in a way. Yeah. I don't know about you all, 
I don't know about the people who are listening to this episode. It seems like the Christmas spirit is kind of fade. I don't know. In general, not with me. Not with you guys. Because the stuff we were talking about now. But it just seemed like in general. I've talked to a lot of people. You guys talked to me. And they said it did it this year it didn't feel like Christmas. It seemed like it was just another day that is just it was just rushed. It was just uh things were going on. Bad things were going on. It just didn't have that Christmas spirit. It didn't have that friendly, festive type spirit. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? I like for me, I I had my music, my Christmas music. I've been listening to it after Thanksgiving. My wife and I put the decorations up. We went to we went to a winter wonderland. Wonderland. You know. Had eggnog. I set out eggnog and cookies for Santa. And I ate them because I am Santa. And it's nice. <laughs> but it seemed like the people I talked to and just going to work and you know. It seemed like it didn't have that spirit that that you 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 once knew that you once you just felt it. You can't even explain it. You can just feel it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too emotional about this. I don't know. But guys, what do you think? What do you think? What, did you feel that spirit? Was it out there? Did you see it when you're out in the streets? Did you look in people's eyes? Did they have this spirit? Was they smiling? Was they talking? Was they saying, "Hey, we," you know? Go Bears! I don't, I don't know, but you know, Go Bears. Well, I mean, people celebrate it the way they do. Well, people view it the way they do. So, I mean, you know, I think the the main part about it is is really just knowing the purpose of love and the purpose of family, and you know, just spending it the way you would out of love and out of uh, selflessness for other people. So I think, you know, it's just, I think that's just the gist of it. Mm. People just realizing what's important in life and who's important. So. Okay. Holiday cat daddy, man, man, talk to him, man. What you think, man? Mm. Unfortunately, like, uh, you know, time involved where uh, a lot of stuff is taken away. Um, uh, unfortunately, you you like you said the the the, see, the thing is to really feel it, feel the to feel the holiday, to feel the spirit. Got to be around it. And mm. uh, if you're mm. not around it, you're not gonna feel it. Mm. Like, Okay, come on, you're talking good. So if you got instance, if you have someone like me that works midnights that that don't see daylight, I don't go to the malls. I don't hell, there is no malls. You know what I'm saying? It is, but people don't go there. Uh, you go to these malls and a lot of stores are closed. 
what holiday real quick. I'm sorry to cut you off, but where listen, that's another aspect of it. Because let's let's be honest, you have Amazon. There you go. People are yeah. ordering gifts. You're not even going out to the malls and buying gifts. You right. ordering it. And and that's my life because I'm midnight. You know, I shoot, shoot, what time I gotta go to a mall? Uh, you know, so it's like, hey, you order your gift, they deliver it right to your porch. You wake up, it's on your porch, get it off your porch, and there it is. So I'm not looking at nobody. Then you have to go to work. Then you go to work. Um, man, before you know it, shoot, people reminded me, man, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. You're like, shit, is it? <laughs> Already? So. Mm. So you're not feeling it because you don't see nothing. You don't, you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, we have a job where, just to face it, it's nothing good. You don't get called to a job to get praised. You know, you're going to a job to fix things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're not seeing no positivity there. So right. so what, what time do you have to feel the spirit? Mm. Until, until the day of Christmas when you're with your family. And then, okay, that's one day you eat, you know, you celebrate, you laugh, and you, like you say, you get to drink food and listen to music and see family. And then that one day is over with, you're back to normal. Back to normal. Mm. So, um, so, I mean, you know, you know so it's, you, you, if you ain't around the spirit, you know, you ain't going to feel it. Now, Holiday, you that's something big what you said. And people are probably listening to this episode and like, this is a police podcast. Why is why are they, Jules Holiday and Miss White, talking about the spirit of Christmas? That's a good that's a great question. Let me answer it. Well, guys, have you heard in Florida? There was a teenager who was charged of the murder of his sister during a family fight over Christmas gifts. Mm -hmm. that's, yes. the, that's that demonic spirit. That's why we're talking about spirit of Christmas. It's demonic spirit for a, 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 a brother to kill his sister. Over a Christmas gift. That's what we talk. That's why we talking about. Man, it seems like what is going on in this world in general, where this is the top. Now let's be honest. Every day should be like Christmas, because right. life is a life is a gift, right? Mm -hmm. Every day should be like Christmas. But okay. During the end of the year, get the presents and the trees and the gifts and the Kris Kringles and the Santas and, and the lights and the music and the food. God, what is going on when you have a 14-year-old shoot his sister over a Christmas gift? We'll hear the story. We'll hear the story and we'll talk about it. Three year old mother of two is dead after being shot by her own brother on Christmas Eve. Abriel Baldwin was trying to break up an argument between her siblings when one of them pulled out a gun. Fox 13's Evan Axelbank reports on what has the sheriff furious and the changes he is now calling for. 
Photos Abrielle Baldwin posted to social media show her filled with joy. She's just a woman going about life, doing her thing uh, with her two kids, trying to make a living, trying to make it. On Christmas Eve, while at her grandmother's home on 22nd Avenue in Largo, she'd had enough of her brothers bickering. Demarcus and Darkus began pulling guns on one another. Abrielle told Demarcus, Quote, you all need to leave that stuff alone. Why are you trying to start it? It's Christmas. They both had been fighting over Christmas presents, with the 15-year-old Darkish jealous that their mom had spent more on gifts for 14-year-old Demarcus. After Abrielle stepped in, Demarcus pulled a gun and fired, killing her and sending her son and his nephew, an 11-month-old, falling to the ground. Then, Darkus pulled his own gun and shot Demarcus, leaving him badly injured. This proliferation of guns on the streets and guns in this area and guns in the hands of these kids is the worst I've ever seen. I don't think we've ever seen it this bad. The sheriff says the area around 22nd Avenue in Largo has been subject to extra patrols lately, with 13 gun-related incidents since September. He says his office has gotten reports of 17 guns stolen from unlocked cars. He suspects the guns used in this shooting were obtained that way. And people can't leave their car doors unlocked and leave their guns in their cars. It's got to stop. Further, the sheriff says both juveniles have been let off the hook too easily by the juvenile justice system, particularly Demarcus, who has a history of violence against school staff and law enforcement. The sheriff is calling for tougher laws. A lot yeah. of things they a lot of things they spoke about that we're we're not gonna touch now, but that needs to be addressed. Tougher laws, uh juveniles with guns. But in particular what about what we're talking about, the spirit of Christmas and all that stuff. Two brothers got into it because the 14-year-old was getting more gifts from his mom and the 15-year-old was jealous. So they, they had an argument. The sister, the big sister, she's 22, I, I believe, uh, intervened and said, hey, knock it out, it's Christmas, you know. The 14-year-old, the 15-year-old, the, the, the I mean, I'm sorry, the 15-year-old pulled a gun out and shot and killed her. I mean, she didn't hit him. She didn't, I don't think, call him out his name or anything like that, according to the story. But he pulled a gun out on her while she's holding her baby, his nephew, pulled the trigger, shot, and killed her in cold blood. Mm. Then the 14 year old. Also, he has a gun and shot at his brother. I mean, this is the dysfunctional family here. Jeez. I, I mean, this is a I mean, So you got the murderer in the hospital because he got shot by the by the brother. And you got the sister. She's dead because the 15 year old brother did shot and killed her. All over what? Christmas gifts. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about that spirit. Like, did. did that shouldn't happen. Where are we at in the society? Where are we at in the world of humanity where we upset because somebody's getting more gifts? Christmas is a time of giving. But holiday, you hit it on the head when you say, wait, if you're not, if you're not teach that, if you're not taught that, if you're not uh in that, in that, in in, in that that life like where, you know. You're giving and 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 the, know the true meaning of Christmas and stuff like that. You would know. You would think, hey, 
I, where's mine? Give me. I, I want mine. Where's my gift? You be looking for a handout. No, that that, that belongs to me. That's mine. So where's just this is sad. I mean, it's a sad, sad situation. I mean. Yeah. You no. Know, and I'm not taking I'm not saying we're not saying this episode, I mean, we're not saying that this incident right here speaks about why, you know, just but it's something to talk about when a brother shoots and kills his sister because he's not getting because he's jealous because his brother got more gifts. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we're at this society where it's all about me, you know? Mm. Okay. You know, okay. It's no, no longer this person, that person. You know, it's all about me. And, and as us, with our profession, we see it every day. Right. Everybody's a victim. Everybody. It's, no, it's never nobody's fault. Um, all about I I should get more but now they took it just took it to the next level where now they killing over presents they killing over presents so soon mm -hmm. you know maybe when we're gone in our lifetime whatever things may be it's gonna be a time where shoot, you ain't gonna get nobody nothing I ain't about to get shot for nothing nobody ain't getting nothing you know it, it speaks to a bigger issue it's just the sanctity, the sanctity of human life is in jeopardy, is in trouble. Mm -hmm. It's a too many, it's too many, it's too much senseless killing out here. You know, it just seemed like we're in a society of just, just, just monkeys or something like that. I don't know. Just we're, it's like we're going, instead of we're going backwards. And we should be caring about one another. Yeah, we're talking about the spirit of Christmas, but this thing, this spirit should be all day, every day. 365 days, 24 day, uh, 24 seven. I mean, it's messed up. I mean, you know, and the sheriff had talked about tougher laws. The laws are not tough. They're tough to some people. They grabbed that ten year old and 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 three months probation because he was peeing outside. But they talked about these two boys, especially one of them, who's always in trouble with the law, in trouble with police, pointing guns, and he worried about Christmas gifts. And I shot his sister. He killed his sister. Man, Miss Waddy, what you think? You have any? Man, what? Man, we we need some we need some 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 words, Miss Waddy. We need some words now. I'm just, I mean, I'm just praying for people. Um, you know, I don't know what type of trauma people come from or what caused this, but it's evil. It's definitely a lack of fear of God. It's demonic, but, you know, it's perilous times we're living in, you know, and, you know, everything is wrong. Everything is unjust. So I'm just praying people see God, man, and, let go and run away from these evil ways because to live, to lose your own family, kill your own family for the ones who had nothing to do with it, who lost their loved one. And then you're 15 killing your sister. So, I mean, I'm just prayerful because mm -hmm. things are definitely getting worse.
Mm. Man, Miss Waddy, that's hey, that's what we need right there. I don't know. Man, it's what was a, that? What was that three years ago with the, the, the turkey with the Thanksgiving stabbing? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They Holiday, man. Right. And brother, I think the brother put the hand on the food and she stabbed him with a fork. Right. And killed him. <laughs> killed You're him. Like that. Killed him. Over, like over that. a Thanksgiving turkey. Like, man, is it that bad? Hell, I'll get you another one. Yeah, that's where we had it. And that was a couple years ago. Last year, year two. Mm, I think it was last year. I think <laughs> it was last year, last year, uh, Thanksgiving. Your own relative. Man, you must be mad. And shortly put, we need the church to we need the church to step up. We need the church to step up. We need to get God back in back in in, in the forefront of things. All that is demonic spirit. And we need to get God back in here and promoting and and need to be talked about. It, it, we good on here when we talk about Jesus. God is good. And, and, and thank you, God, for, all, for another for 2024. It's not for certain we'll, we'll wake up the next day. You know what I'm saying? I think people lost the they lost what what needs to be. In, they lost what it should be. What's important. They lost they lost that. Uh. Some people, not all, they lost that. Hey, it's God, and then and then everything else. Yeah, so we taking God out of the schools. We taking, you know, there are certain people you can't wear, can't talk about God in the, in the media. They they blur out if you have on a Jesus shirt, they blur out the word Jesus. We need to pro promote Jesus, promote God, because He is love, and that's what that's what that's what that Christmas spirit is. It's love. He's the truth. Right. That's what needs to be promoted. That's what needs to be shared. That's what everybody should have in their hearts. And all of that, we, that's why we that's why we see the things we see uh, right now. People getting killed over you know, Thanksgiving dinner. People getting killed because of Christmas gifts. There was another uh, thing in New York where two girls got stabbed by uh, a guy on Christmas. You know, it's more of a mental, but, you know, he talked about, you know, he hate white, white people. You know. On Christmas Day, two girls got stabbed. Thank God that they're fine. No, good, good. You know. But no, the main message of this episode is we need to get back to love. We need to get back to church. We need to get back to God. We need to get back to, to loving each other. That's what we need to get back to because that's that real Christmas spirit. And that's yeah. the show, folks. That's the show. Holiday, Miss Waddy. What? Hey, you guys got anything before we get up out of here? No, that's all for me. Yeah, we said we said what we need to say. The Christmas spirit. What do you guys think? Christmas seemed like another day, or was was you filled with the spirit that you didn't even know you was you was floating? That you was so so happy that it was Christmas time. Uh, so hit us up on Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think. Holiday, Miss Waddy. Thank you for being on this ride along with me. This was an excellent episode today. Uh, can't wait for the next show. And remember, be alert, be aware, be safe, but also, also be dangerous. Until next time, we'll talk to everybody. Wait a minute, people. We're not done yet with the Announce Our Blue Cape Award winner. 
So holiday, who's getting the award today? Today's Blue Cape Award winner goes out to no other than Martha Village, Martha Shelter. Martha Shelter is a 50-bed intern shelter in Inglewood, community of primarily of homeless women and their children. Each year, the facility provides food, shelters, and programs to promote health and wellness and self-sufficiency for more than 200 women and children. Their mission is to provide transitional housing for homeless women, children, and families and provide experiences that empower, mentor, and support women in a broader community so they can achieve their highest potential. Martha Village offers a wealth of service, physical and psychological caring and screening and health awareness activities, financial management and parent classes, art and music therapy, yoga and nutritious education, anti-violent program activities for children and intergenerational projects for seniors. This Christmas, over 25 children was able to have a great Christmas. The kids were given toys and clothes for cheerful givers to Martha Village. Martha Village, we want to say thank you and congratulations on being our Blue Cape Award winner. Thank you, Holiday, for announcing the Blue Cape Award winner. People, you can always check us out on Red Circle, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Verbal. If you have any questions, comments, or you just want to vent, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. Lord,